sorry for all that you have done. Just reach to me, for I am the one. I am the Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. Hope you're doing great today. Thank you for taking time uh, to tune in with us this morning for just a few minutes. We've been studying for some time now through the Gospel of John. And we've entitled our study, A Journey Through John. And we certainly hope that you've been blessed and benefited by these studies. And as we study together Monday through Friday, we appreciate you uh, that are faithful and all the ones that comment. We thank you for that. You're always an encouragement. We do appreciate you so much. Today, we're looking at chapter 19. And let's pick up in verse number 23. John chapter 19, verse number 23. The Bible says, Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts, to every soldier a part, and also his coat. Now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. They said, therefore, among themselves, Let us not rend it, but cast lots for it, whose it shall be that the scripture might be fulfilled, which saith, They parteth my raiment among them, and for my vesture they did cast lots. These things, therefore, the soldiers did. As we look at this terrible story of the crucifixion, our minds and our hearts are to and for the man that is on the cross. He is the blessed Son of God. He is our Savior the King of glory. It was God's will before the foundation of the world. It was God's plan before the foundation of the world that Jesus would come and die for your sins and my sins upon the horrific cross of Calvary. As we're looking here this morning, we have read of, of the part of the Roman soldiers. And we see, first of all, the parting of Jesus' garments. Again, in verse 23, then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts to every soldier apart, and also his coat. Now, the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. Very interesting verse of scripture, to say the least. We see, again, the Savior upon the cross. Jesus had been lifted up on that cross. And Jesus' cross had been dropped into the hole, causing great pain throughout his body. May I interject a thought here? Very likely, the cross was only a few feet above the ground. In fact, 
most scholars think that the cross itself literally was only one to two feet high above the ground. That being for the very reason that most of the victims of the cross, of the crucifixions, would be left there. Their bodies would be left to rot. Oftentimes, the wild animals would come and pull the flesh from the bones or from the body of those who had died and affixed to those crosses. So most of the time, the crosses were low to the ground. What a different picture that is for you and I. Because most of the pictures we see on Calvary show the Savior on a tall cross, high and lifted up, rather than being close to the ground like many think that it was. As we're looking here this morning, we must realize and recognize no matter what position the cross was in, the Savior was nailed to that cross. The Savior suffered upon that cross. The Savior died upon that cross in our stead, in our place. He took our, he took our shame, our sin, and He paid the price for our salvation upon Calvary. As I think about that, the Savior upon the cross, then my mind and my attention is given over to the soldiers at the cross. It was customary, according to what I've studied and understand, that the garments that had been worn by the condemned man were divided among those who carried out his sentence. In Matthew 27, verse number 35, the Bible says, And they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots, that it might be fulfilled that which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. In Mark chapter 15, verse 24, the Bible says, And when they had crucified him, they parted his garments, casting lots upon them, what every man should take. And in Luke's gospel, chapter 23, and verse number 34, the Bible says, Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And in Mark's gospel, chapter 15 and 24 again, they were casting those lots. And it would seem, as we read that verse, that the idea is not that Jesus had one garment that was torn in four parts, but rather that there were maybe perhaps four pieces of apparel that they were casting lots for. And it could have been possibly that they divided the four pieces of Jesus' garments up between them and cast lots for the outer or the or the garment, the main garment that was attached to his skin, the, the inner garment that literally touched the body of our Lord. Could have been that they were casting lots for that. But let me ask you a question. Why would would they would would they be casting lots at all? It's more reasonable, again, that there were perhaps four pieces of apparel. It's possible that they did this because the garments were not of equal value. So they may have cast lots. Could have been. And that's much like rolling dice to see who would win a certain thing, to see who got which piece of clothing. Some think that these four pieces were, number one, a head covering, number two, sandals, number three, a belt, some think, and fourthly, his outer garment, the outer garment. 
Then in verse number 23 of John chapter 19, the Bible says, Then the soldiers, when they had crucified Jesus, took his garments and made four parts to every soldier apart. So we know that they divided the Lord's raiment. And then we come to the particulars of Jesus' coat. If you'll notice in verse number 23 again, the latter part of that verse, the Bible says, and also his coat, now the coat was without seam, woven from the top throughout. As I think about this, this article of clothing, that was the very article that touched the Lord's skin. And this article is very interesting the way it is described here in our text verse. It's an unusual description. Why would the Holy Spirit give such emphasis upon such a garment? Well, could be for a very important reason. As we study the Word of God, we find out, and as we study about this garment, that this fifth piece of garment, if you would permit me to say that, that was used and that Jesus used, and it was his inner garment, the actual garment that touched his flesh. As I think about this, Josephus, the Jewish historian, has something to say of that. And I'm going to read to you what Josephus says. He, he says in his writings that the garment or coat of the high priest, he says this in quote, this vesture was not composed of two pieces, nor was it sewed together upon the shoulders and the sides, but it was one long vestment, so woven as to have an aperture for the neck. It was also parted where the hands were to come out. It seems that the Lord Jesus, the great high priest of his people, had also a coat made in a similar manner. Here it is that the Lord Jesus Christ had a coat that was made very similar to the description of the coat of the high priest. It's an amazing thing. Why is that? Because Jesus is our great high priest. The Bible teaches us the prophecy of Jesus in the scripture. He came to fulfill the word of God. He is the great high priest. There's no question about who Jesus is. And even at the work of Calvary, as they were casting lots for his raiment, there was an article of clothing that was one piece of clothing. It wasn't sewn together, but it was made of one piece, just as the high priest was required to have such a garment as well. Jesus Christ, our great high priest, on Calvary's cross, suffered and bled and died for you so we could be saved. I'm glad that we have an intercessor. Jesus came to fulfill the scripture. The proof is in the word of God. Read it for yourself, and I hope that you will. The word of God over and over reveals to us just who he is. In Psalms 22, verse 18, the Bible says, They part my garments among them and cast lots upon my vesture. How about that? Fulfillment of the word of God. We thank the Lord for the word we've heard today, and I hope and pray it's been a help to you today. Lord willing, we'll be back again for another Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time we plan on picking up in verse number 25 the next time we're together. Well, hope you have a blessed day, and may God be with you throughout this day. Tell somebody how good it is to be saved. May God bless you as our prayer.
，拜拜。Thank、you.